stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. On the first resolution, Councillor Woolley, four. Councillor Sutherland, four. Councillor Carraw, four. Councillor Farrell, against. Councillor Collier, cart, four. Councillor Jones, four. Councillor Farkas, against. Councillor Chu, against. Councillor Maglioka, against. Councillor Davison, four. Councillor Keating, four. Councillor Gondek, against. Councillor Jahal, four. Councillor Demong, against. Mayor Nenshi, four. That is uh, nine in favour and six opposed. It's carried, Your Worship. So there it is, folks. The vote today on whether to continue investigating the idea of bidding on the 2026 Winter Olympics. A no vote would have shut this whole thing down. A no vote would have meant City Council abandons the idea, walks away. What I think was probably the prudent decision, others think as well. However, enough folks on City Council believe that, look, now's not the time to walk away. Let's keep looking into this. Let's see what other information we can gather. Let's find a way to talk directly to Calgarians. So there's still a ways to go here. But the vote today is to keep the bid alive. And coming into today, it wasn't quite clear which way this was going to go. And it sounds as though a couple of city councillors who were maybe leaning toward abandoning the idea uh, had some cold feet, had some second thoughts, whatever it was, decided that for now, we'll keep it going. And we'll see where we're at in a month or two months from now. Uh, One interesting twist today, though, as council decides to continue this process, it looks as though we are going to set up now an additional committee to oversee all of this. There was an idea put forward today that would have a special committee created that would involve the mayor and four councillors that would oversee a potential bid for the games. Now, this comes as city council's uh, mulling over, of course, whether to keep going, create this this bid corporation and where that would go. So I want to find out a bit more about this idea as well as the vote itself. Joining us on the line is uh, Ward 12 City Councilor Shane Keating, one of the nine yes votes today, and it was his proposal to uh, strike this new committee. Councilor, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah, as mentioned, you were one of the nine to keep this going. Uh, what, explain your vote then. Well, I did. I've written a number of things and, and put them on my blog and, and said, you know, I don't know whether I want to have the Olympics or not, in all honesty, and, and people can believe that or they don't believe it. But but I've always said, if I don't have the the, the facts, the figures, the final outcome, how can I t- make an informed decision? And I've tried to do that for the last eight years I've been council, and I'll still do that. When we finally get the economic outlook uh, when we get the final costs and we find out what the potential revenues are from the other orders of government and IOC, then I'll cast my vote yes or no at that time. Right now, we've spent, um, you know, $6 million to look into it, which I think was uh, a prudent uh, at that time, even though it is $6 million. We have a small amount to spend to complete the process, and then we'll have a full picture. Uh, I want the full picture. Well, what specifically are you looking for here? The uh, targets have been moving somewhat as far as the, the funds that come from uh, the other orders of government and the IOC. I know I've seen a, uh, an increase from the original CBEC uh, uh, guess or estimate of here's what it would cost and here's the revenues we, you would see from the other entities involved. Um, <clears throat> that has increased over time. Uh, I've heard another number, whether 
whether it's factual or not, I don't know, but that was an increase from the other uh, aspect. Uh, I want to make sure that before we go forward, uh, and I, as I've written many times and put on, on my blog, is I'm not prepared to go into a huge amount of debt for this. I want to know what the benefits are for the city in the future, but until I know that, um, and if we get better revenues from uh, whether it's other orders of government, I, IOC or the private sector, because that has not even been looked at yet. And, and I think all of those have to be answered before we actually uh, say either uh, walk away or let's continue. But I mean, do you have a number in your head that if, if it's above a certain point that I don't want to be a part of it, if it's below a certain point that it, that it seems reasonable? Yeah, I, I can't say I have an actual number. Um, I do know that, uh, I mean, the benefits to the city of holding an international event are there, how much it is or not. But I do um, say that we should, uh, not so much the city, but our office, we should uh, test the water and find out what the thresholds are with uh, with Calgarians and say, um, if the city had to put in $50 million just for operations I'm talking about, not capital because that's separate. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had to put in, you know, $60 million, where is your threshold? Where do you stop? And that's the information I'm looking for from, from Calgarians rather than, than my guess. Because even if we can keep the cost minimal, whatever that may be, I mean, there, there's still costs. And there's the question, of course, do the benefits outweigh the cost? What, what do you see or would hope the benefits would be? Well, I would hope the benefits would be that we can, and I know Councillor Gondek talked about this, is, is if we are truly going to be, say, a winter training sports uh, municipality uh, facility, we've seen the benefits of the 88 uh, Olympics. Um, we've seen the, the change, and we've seen the, how, in many cases, Calgary has become a centre for training. Now, what is the economic spin-offs of that? Over the years, um, you know, there's competitions, you've got hotel rooms, you've got a number of those. I'm not so sure what the actual benefits of those are as far as an economic. It may be a supplement to what we're doing. Um, but if we expanded and if we became, you know, the premier uh, training facility within Canada, there may be a different uh, sort of set of economic benefits that are, are uh for the city. It might be more uh, World Cup events, it might be more international events, it might be more of those that don't cost the city anything. Uh, you know, the other organizations look after it, but it, we benefit from it. I'm looking for some of that. Um, would there be a difference as far as other companies, uh, you know, research companies that are, are going to establish themselves here because of that? Can we get other companies that have nothing to do with the Olympic sports? They just like the center, uh, you know, coming forward. We did do the uh, economic development fund so could that be used as a a draw for other companies to come here as well okay i do know yeah go ahead yeah no no that's fair i um i yeah. do wanted to ask you as well about the idea then of creating this this new committee that would oversee things going forward now that was adopted by council today yes it was yeah okay i think and, it was a, yeah all 13 right 13-2 sorry yeah sure and what what was the thinking behind that well, it's, it's, uh, we've called them all different things. We're the task force, and we've done them in the past. Um, I think the, the, the reason that we have a bit of a 
missteps or, or lack of information flowing back and forth is we never really had this direct connection and and where who had ownership of the file technically and i'm hoping that this committee would take ownership of the file and actually really sit down and look and make sure that there's regular reports um, it would be set up uh, i'm quite positive the same as any of our standing policy committees like transit and transportation where they would have a set meeting it would be open to the public there may be an opportunity for public to speak at it um, and they would take the reports or the investigations, they would have recommendations and then forward them to council so that there is a clear line of sight of information. And it's not so much that you're looking for control, but you're certainly looking for input and information and sharing of ideas back and forth. We've done it. Um, the last one is just the community associations and residents associations. We have a committee for that. Uh, I think we missed that at, at the very beginning and we probably should have done it a long, long time ago. Why is this preferable, though, to, to having council as the whole uh, kind of oversee this? Well, I think you've seen the antics that we've seen at council, whether it's at PFC or at council itself. A committee is there not so much to make decisions, but it's to hear uh, reports uh, and refer any possible amendments or any decisions to council, and then council would, uh, would look after it. Up until this point, it's been, I would say, because there has been no ownership, it's, it's been every... If you wanted to say every councillor for you know on their own, and they'll just decide how they're going to play the game and how they're going to move it forward. Um, I think we need to find a, a focal point, and then from that focal point, then information and decisions could be sent out. So, who's going to sit on that committee? Well, I suggested four councillors and the mayor. Um, I do believe that we have to have a well-rounded committee, and I also believe that one of the councillors should chair it uh, rather than the mayor because the mayor chairs PFC. I think we need to change it a little bit and make sure that we are open and complete transparency and say there isn't any one-sided trying to lean the path. It is open for appropriation. So any councillor who would want to sit on it would put their name forward, and then there would be a vote of council of who goes on. But I think it should be very well balanced as far as pros and and those who are questioning whether we should even be looking at it okay so in the meantime now there's a decision to be made about creating the bid corporation a decision on on a plebiscite so where, where do things go from here uh, we've delayed that vote um, until next week so we can actually have the committee struck we can have who would like to be on it uh, we could have a vote uh, next week during council meeting on uh, which councillors would be there they can vote in favor of who, who would chair it um, and then we would go forward and they are the ones who would begin to look at the engagement policy that has been put forward uh, as the bid uh, corporation and and they're the ones who can say, you know, this engagement is great, but you have to make sure it's non-biased, it's forward, and all you're doing is giving the facts. Uh, we can't have a leading process. We have to have an informing and requesting information process. All right. Councillor Keating, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's Ward 12's Shane Keating uh, joining us to talk about his yes vote today and the idea to strike this new committee uh, that would try to oversee this process going forward. Now, we are going to hear coming up after 1 o'clock from one of the city councillors who voted no today. Ward 4 Councillor Sean Chu joins us at 105. And we'll talk about his thoughts on why he believes city council needs to, to take the off-ramp now uh, to walk away from this whole process and, and how he reconciles that with his desire to see a plebiscite on this issue. Remember, Councillor Chu brought that issue forward last year. Only two councillors supported the idea of a plebiscite in conjunction with the fall election. Seems likely we're going to get one now, I think. Probably not until later this year, however. 
403-974-8255. Some time for your calls in the interim here. 974-TALK. Your thoughts on this decision today, where we go from here. And and again, to me, I think it's an interesting question. And, and you heard Councilor Keating take, take a go at it. What are the benefits of hosting the Olympics? What do we think Calgary is going to get for the $2 billion or $4 billion or $6 billion or whatever it ends up costing? What are we going to have to show for that at the end of it all? So it's not quite a yes to hosting the Olympics, but it's not going to be an abandonment of the process. City Council voting 9-6 today to keep the idea of hosting the Winter Olympics in 2026 alive. Uh, there was enough frustration on City Council to prompt a vote today uh, on where things are at. And there was enough frustration that six city councilors said, you know what, it's time to bail on this. So since that's not going to happen, what needs to happen going forward to ensure that city council is as transparent as possible, as fiscally responsible as possible? And how do Calgarians get a say on all of this? Well, joining us uh, for his thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program, Ward 4 City Councilor Sean Chu, one of the six no votes today. Councilor Chu, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Rob. Why did you feel it was time to end this? Well, I think that we should end it this morning. However, it, it didn't. And uh, it seems uh, in, in a way as comical because most people who support uh, the Olympic and did not support my motion of plopicide, now using the plopicide as one of the reasons to go forward, saying that we need to listen to the people and we have to hear people, let people have a say. So, however, we have some counselor uh, change their mind on council floor and uh, i guess they will have to answer to their resident in their area as why they switch right you, you've you've never been behind the idea of hosting the olympics have you never from day one always myself and councillor farrell mm-hmm. who opposed this right from day one and the council floor you probably heard that that i was called a flip flopper right. and <laughs> that the things that i never did i was always from day one against Olympic very clearly and then later on because keep going forward wasting a lot of money already which we didn't get on information or promised and then I put in a plopicide as a safeguarding a safety valve is that maybe we can shut down by the people and then uh, to be to be honest with you and I also said that in a few weeks ago it's a kind of interesting you know different dynamic now you know I might have to vote no so so I can no to the plopicide to shut down the Olympic or the vice versa. However, I also said that, you know, I can't do that because that was my motion. So I have to support the plopicide. However, I think that this morning, the going forward with the Olympic should stop. However, it didn't, unfortunately. No, it didn't. How much has the city spent so far? Do we know? Well, numbers, uh, it seems all over the place. And I believe it's $6 million. That was the answer. That includes the bid exploration committee. That's right. right. Initially, it was a five million dollar, and the city gave them more, two point five. Now it's at six. And at what point? How much we're going to spend? To the point that people are going to say, "Well, we already spent so much. The, we can't turn back. Let's just keep going forward." And I think that's going to be one of the reasons too. It just went by a little bit, little bit at a time. To the point that so you can't, we can't stop it. Just keep going. And you got to understand too, plebiscite is not binding. You know, you remember the fifty-two million dollar tax room? Oh yeah. And yeah. they have a vote. 
you give it back, guess what happened? No, never happened. So we're getting to a point here soon where city council is going to have to decide on creating the bid corporation, and that will be, will that be an additional $10 million for that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's part of it. So when will that decision be made? Um, it looks like we, uh, a week at time, we're talking about engagement and, um, and also how we're going to do plaposide. So I guess everything will come out more, um, I believe, is April 23rd. So we'll make a decision next week on a plebiscite. Yes. Do you think a plebiscite, I mean, you, you, it's interesting because you proposed it last year. Yes. Council voted against it. We were told it That's was right. too, too early to do a plebiscite. Yeah. <laughs> now some have suggested that it's, that it's maybe too late to do a plebiscite. Yeah, yeah, and they keep delaying it. Right. So, and just like how, how much money we have to throw in good money after bad, I don't know. You know, I always see now, as you know, there's a six city competing for, and uh, they are they are in the upper hand now. They don't have to listen to us because other people might just jump on opportunity. So are we, how, how, what are we gonna do? You know, and uh, it just it just it's too much unknown. We don't know how much it's going to cost. And as, you, as on the council floor, you heard many councilors talking about business case, business case. Like, would you invest in some company? You don't even know how much it's going to cost to drill, let's say, oil company, to drill a hole. They will tell you, oh, it could be this, but maybe more. If you don't have exact number, would you go ahead? Probably not. And this one is a big deal. It's over 46 billion dollars and that's taxpayers money it doesn't matter what money come from federally provincially y'all come from people's pocket taxpayer right yeah there's only one taxpayer exactly um so for you and i know you you face a dilemma here because you've made the argument for a plebiscite letting calgarians have a direct say but of course given that provincial funding would be contingent on there being a plebiscite if the vote is against a plebiscite that would probably Spell doom for the idea of bidding, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. But however, I think it will get passed because those people on council who doesn't want to publicize now use publicize as the reason going forward. It would be pretty hard for them to switch again. Okay, so I think the plebiscite will get passed next week. How long is it going to take then to, to hold a plebiscite? When would it be? Uh, it would be uh, October. Now, we heard very clearly, the clerk's uh, office said that October is the deadline. Uh, Also today, City Council made a decision to create a new committee uh, that would have the mayor and four councillors. And we heard from from Councillor Keating about why he proposed that. What what do you make of his idea? Well, I support it. And because, as you you heard for a year now, that councillor, we're not getting a lot of information. And uh, so I think... With counselors on uh, on with the subcommittee, maybe we can fix that issue. Just maybe. However, as you know, everybody knows that the mayor wants the Olympic. So I'm hoping that he won't uh, hijack in the way uh, of the subcommittee. Just you know, whatever. Just go ahead. I hope that some counselor has some critical eye, has some checks and balance on it. All right, some more decisions to be made next week. Uh, Councillor Chi, thanks for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you very much. Take care. Uh, that is Ward 4 City Councilor Sean Chu on why he voted no today, what his concerns are, and what the next steps are. 
a decision to be made on holding a plebiscite. We keep, as he says, pushing this back, pushing this back. Will a decision finally be made next week now? After all of the opportunities along the way, they just say, fine, let's do it. Let's hold a plebiscite. So that's a decision to be made. Obviously, decisions to be made about spending more money here. And I think Councilor Chu has a very valid point. If this is the argument for keeping this going so we can just keep throwing good money after bad, that's not much of an argument, is it? At some point, you're going to have to cut your losses if we're, we're going to, to abandon this at some point. So is that really the argument here, that the more money we spend, the less ability we have to walk away, and therefore we basically just committed ourselves to doing this because of the very first vote to spend a dime on this? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.